Guys, welcome back to Building Ain't Easy, episode 27. I don't even know what episodes we're on, Jack. We're, what, what's, what's today's at? One episode freaking 19. There's no way. There's got to be more than 19. Before oh, his, uh, before the his time. Era, the we call that region. I we can't call. I was gonna say before Christ, but before Jack. Oh but, gosh, but don't the, even go there, bro. We sell freaking insurance. No, because the initials for before Jack are not good. <laughs> Put that on captions on the screen. Yeah, we're bringing so, on a new editor. We're gonna see how he ed- edits that. Yeah, you, Kevin, you have permission to do whatever you want. With so, that clip, bro. You so welcome the, welcome back. Yeah, that's right. I'm Lori. I'm little code. See, this is Dakota. And we were just having a conversation off camera oh gosh. about Dakota wants to just have a videographer follow me around. Oh yeah. It'd be so Why? Because here's the thing. Okay, so here, let me give you let me paint let me paint let me paint the picture paint for a you. Picture. Okay. So we're shooting ads, uh, I think Friday. Was it last Friday? It was I don't know. two Fridays ago. We're, yeah, we're in it. We're dialed, kind of. And we're shooting ads Friday, and um, one of our developers, can I talk about the prison story? I mean. So one of the people on the team, names won't be named, it rhymes with Torgan. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's he's you, nowhere you on social. Like, you act like it's a three-person, three-thousand-person team. It's it, like five of us, so it's, it's really a three thousand. It's a three K team. It's Airbnb. Not really, that challenging to put all of so, the math together. It kind of in this court situation, might be he had a warrant for his arrest, right? And we're dealing with this difficult conversation about what do we do? And Lori is, and so it's me, Jack, and Lori in the car. Jack is is you know doing all this stuff, and uh, we're on, and every five to ten minutes, Lori's on the phone, just not cussing people out. But let me give you, let me give you like a version. It's like her daughter, Isadora, Isadora, you're blocked. Next call. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> get overwork. Morgan's going to prison. Prison Morgan. All this stuff's happening, okay, right? <laughs> let me give you, let me give you a little perspective. Okay. So the older you get, yeah, the less fucks you give. Yeah. And I am really probably the like the most loyal, nicest person, really. But I don't have a lot of tolerance for like idiocy, poor grammar, laziness, not being on time. Like there are just certain things that I won't like really hold back or tolerate. So I know you want me to apologize for it. I don't apologize. I don't think it's but no I'm apologize. I think it's just fun. It's fun to watch. But I'm your puppet. No, you I think we're all follow me around. around and watch me. Yeah, I think it'd be a good segment. I think it'd be a good, like, uh, a short. And I think we should follow everybody around the little camera and just kind of see what happens. There's a lot of fascinating things that happen. But People are fascinating. People are crazy. So we're on this call. Sorry, I have ADHD, so I'm bouncing story to story. Okay, here's the deal. So one of our one of our teammates, hopefully not going to prison, but potentially had a war- warrant out. A bench okay. warrant. Had a bench warrant out. And so he's telling this story about all the chaos going down. And Lori goes, and Jack's in the car. And mind you, Jack and I are we're in our late twenties. Lori is, you know, a little bit old, not old, not much older. I'm, I'm a lot older. She's, but what, yeah. was I not nice to him about no, no, potentially she, going to prison? She's very nice, but the, just the way she said it, she goes, 
hey, Morgan, hope you're safe. Going to take the boys to get dinner. <laughs> and, like, us, refer to us as the boys. Because I feel like the soccer mom <laughs> driving around my yeah. children in the minivan. The so- yes. Yeah, and not a minivan, a Tesla. A Tesla. I mean, it's a it's a nice minivan. It's a nice it's minivan. It's a really expensive minivan. And this guy hopefully doesn't go to prison. But it's just funny. Like, hey, I'm going to take the – we just got finished with that. I was going to take the boys to get dinner. Oh, by the way, BG Dubs, don't go to prison. You know. Well, I mean, this is my life. Is it? Is it really – ridiculous my response or is it ridiculous that i'm put in these situations because a little bit of both i think it was just funny it's nothing bad it's just it's fun content I think but it, i do people feel, need to see it i do feel like i'm the den mother like yeah. driving everybody around well, what's funny is as we need new positions i've you've you've filled a couple but a lot of them are people i or i know right and so it's all these like 20 somethings running around just <laughs> just speaking <laughs> speaking your own language and it ain't english and yeah. like yeah, really yeah, yeah. stressing me out yeah yeah, yeah. So and it's, never it's, emptying the trash cans uh, ever mid it's mid i mean it's it, it'll happen you know when uh, when it smells like something died so we're turning this to a little frat house, a little frat uh, office, yeah, yeah. and so. Okay, so other goings on. Did you go to this? Have you been to the state fair? Is this like yeah, something you Yeah, we do? went, and let me tell you something. The state fair is like, we dropped like $200. Like, it was pricey. Well, that's nothing, right? Like it's so I expensive. know, and it was like a bare minimum. Did you see there was a, there was a shooting at the Texas state fair this weekend? Um. Yeah, it was really. Scary. I've had I've seen it on a lot of people's feet. I ha- I've not read anything about it. I think three people were injured. I don't think anyone was killed, but like, what the hell? And I and I I knew people that were there that have posted like, oh my god, we were just at the fair having a great time with our family, and then we had to like run and flee because of a shooting. It's crazy. Our yeah. world is nuts. There's been a lot of Texas or a lot of shootings in Texas. There was the Allen shooting, and then there was this one. It's like what well, the heck. Gun violence in general, which uh, do you watch the news? Um, no. HBO tried to come out with CNN Plus, but it's gonna get canceled, and so that's all I see the news on. I, I don't. You, I don't, I don't really on. watch the news because it's so just depressing and yeah, it's really traumatic, it's right? Depressing. But but you can't not consume something and know about something about Jerusalem and Hamas and like what is happening there. What, yeah. what is, what is shocking to me about that whole thing? And I, I won't watch anything about it because every time you flip on the news or you read something, it'll be like children, like murdered children, which I can't, I have no stomach for and anybody who kills and genocide is awful. But I like, I think what I've been so surprised about is the people like celebrities that I follow or other influencers that are maybe not as famous have said that like if they mention anything about this war in Jerusalem that the vitriol and like hate and criticism that comes on from comments on the internet oh my gosh is yeah, there overwhelming was, there was a riot or not a riot like a protest in Dallas they they all marched the streets like pro Palestine supporters it's like frick. It's all over the internet. I was like, what? Well, you just you can't even speak on it, and that's so like I don't. I, I mean, I, my only stance is I think murder is terrible. I think war is awful. Like I think yeah, genocide is terrible. But like, yeah, people are very opinionated, and it's to me it's a little bit scarier when it's rooted in some sort of like political agenda. Because those people are very extreme, people who are doing it because of you know religion or like politics. It seems like it's so much more 
chaotic, so much uglier. So I think it's terrible. I, you know, pray for all of those people that are affected by it. It's really terrible to to see that. Yeah. So did you watch the solar eclipse? (laughs) What a transition. Go from that to the solar. Well, first of all, you're not saying any (laughs) words. You're staring (laughs) off into space. So Um, I'm recording all by myself because you were just. We just went a deep topic. I'm letting you. I'm letting you talk about Hamas. Five minutes, and you you were staring into space. Can we just get a transition Hamas to the solar eclipse? Well, on on a lighter note. Did you watch the solar eclipse? No, but Mike came and she was like, it, she came to me and she was like, listen, the solar eclipse just came off or whatever. And I was like, it's during the day. But apparently solar eclipse can happen during the day. I didn't know that. I thought well, yeah, because the, the sun and the moon pass over one another, right? I don't know. It's just too much, too much science. I did not watch it because I forgot about it. My mother had asked me about it in the morning. Are you, are you going to watch the solar eclipse? And and Seven Eleven, I think, gave out glasses. We were there a few weeks back, and Izzy picked up a uh, pair of glasses. Seven Eleven has the best marketing, man. They come out with that free slushy, that lead magnet. Oh, uh, my gosh. Like so refill anything into a slush. We did not watch Freaking the solar eclipse, sick. but I definitely felt like – I noticed it being like weirdly colored outside at yeah. one point, like it clearly when the eclipse was happening, but I did not see it. I'm kind of sad that I missed it because I don't know how often solar eclipses happen, but probably it's not. like every 100 years or whatever, like when Is the Fire true? Nation attacks or whatever. <laughs> Little Avatar. Is that true? I don't think Lauren knows about Avatar, but 100 um, years ago. How often are solar eclipses? Let's see. I'm thinking every 75 years, 73. Oh, there are two to five solar eclipses each year. Oh, never mind. It's every year, dude. With a total eclipse taking place every 18 months or so. Wow. Whether you can view that eclipse depends on where you're at in the world. As the Earth rotates, the moon's shadow on Earth, and the view of the eclipse travels from west to east. So it's just that we couldn't see it. But, like, we can't see all of them, but they happen a lot. Yeah. Okay. Well, good to know. Good to know. So... Other things from this weekend. Did you see? Oh, the Ar- Aries tour or whatever? Did you see the Aries tour? Like, Is yeah. it Aries? Aries? It's Aries. Like Aras. an era. Oh, Aries. Okay. I did see it. My wife's a big Swifty. You we saw it and you didn't understand what, what it was named. It's named Aries because it's out. all it's of the Aries. It's a 17-hour long you movie, can't space dude. Out. It's a concert, bro. It's a three-hour Okay, here's the thing. Let me, give, let me give you my take on this, okay? You know, you see all these people and they're so hyped. And I'm like, it's just songs. Like, why? Like, what's going on? But for the past 20 years, T Swift has been going off, and all these people have been emotionally like connecting with each song, you know. And they were singing it like, like uh, for example, "All Too Well." It's like lost in translation. I don't know, it's a 10 minute song or whatever. But people like sing that when they break up and they like they like feel it like it was like a worship service, man. Like they were like adorning this girl. Well, she seemed pretty genuine. I mean, I don't know that much about her. Izzy's very into her. So I took my almost 10 year old daughter and she was very into it, had bracelets made and the friendship. She was sharing bracelets and like the whole she was very in it, very in it. But uh, I watched the movie all too well. It's a short film. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Taylor Swift, Ev- and we kind of talked about this other pod. Every relationship she's been in, she writes – or not, I don't know if everyone, but well, she writes songs. Well, that's her inspiration. So, like, each song tells a crazy story, like, all too well. So she dated Jake Gyllenhaal, and Jake Gyllenhaal was, like, 30 years old, and she was, like, 18, 19, 20 or something. 
And apparently he was, like, throwing bottles and flipping tables and, like, all this crazy stuff. Well, she seems a little unlucky in love. I will say that. But now she's dating But maybe a little, she just needs it Travis. for um for fodder and for like life imitating what is it art imitating life or whatever. Well, yeah, I think life you go through art. your 20s and your 30s and you ex- she's I think she's only like early 30s. She's 34, I think. You experience a lot of well, emotions. Well, she was born in 89. So what does that make her? 34. Right? That's too much. But Girl yeah. math. Girl math. Um Hashtag so fat math. So <laughs> she <laughs> That's what someone said in the comments. Listen, if you're going to put it in our comments, here's the thing, guys. We're on, we're on, we're on the glow app. You know what I'm saying? So she's 34. Yeah. She seemed very genuine in that movie. I mean, I thought she seemed like she had a connection with her fans. She seemed, first of all, a- anybody who's going to agree to a three hour concert tour, like there, she's, Doing the show night after night for three hours, dude. She's grinding, man. So, yeah, that so must she have been so and it was very much. You could tell she was very much doing it for her lifelong fans. So like, I respected the hustle, and I respected like the idea. I thought was clever, which was totally lost on you because you didn't even know what eras was the it, the whole premise of it was she's yeah, had it's all her songs all of, I get it. No, I she's had all of these albums, and it shows like her evolution, mm-hmm. and so each era was like a different evolution like a different of Taylor. And yeah. so she was going to go and play songs from that album. Yeah. The most popular songs from that album. And it showed kind of her evolution and who she's turned into versus where she came, came from. from. She's a crazy life. Getting wrecked by Kanye West. He like called her out. Yeah. She's I mean, like she seems threats. maybe a little bit too sweet that people just are, people can be vicious. Yeah. But you know, it, it is what it is. But I, Izzy loved it. She, like traded the bracelets and did the whole thing and she was very it was fun to do with her That's you cool. know like a cool experience but i'm happy three hours i was not planning for and then they sold you know merch at the, the theater yeah you could buy the ten dollar tub of popcorn mm-hmm. and the drinks that were like 13 dollars, i think or something and it was like a whole, it was like a whole era's co- tour like cup so, of course, we got two of those, which the only reason I say that is because three hours is a long time to sit there, and I don't like to get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of a movie because I feel like I want to see every part of it. And that's a long time to sit there having had that much soda. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. Well, such a good upsell. Like, Taylor's got the market on point. Like, she owns her own production company. Oh, Scooter, yeah. Scooter, what's his name? Scooter Brom, the guy who rapped Justin Bieber. Big manager guy. She cut him, and she released all the songs called Taylor's Version. She, like, made everything, you know. Good for so. her. You know, I, what I was surprised about with Taylor Swift's music, I, again, I, I only know, like, the hits that would be on the radio, like, the, you know, big stuff. But she, cuss, she says cuss words a lot more than I would have expected in her songs. Because I really thought the girl was, like, pretty vanilla and, like, very straight-laced. She says shit a lot in her and, – and, oh, and said – and I And I feel cussing. like she said – I wouldn't give a fuck or something like she cussed more than I was expecting. Yeah, I don't know. That's just I guess who she is. I mean, I know know. it's just I was I was surprised by it. Um, But yeah, I mean, it was it was a fun experience and hats off to her. Like, I, I also think that it was very clever because this was the tour that she was just on that people it sold out. People couldn't get tickets and tickets were like 
$17,000 or something Yeah, what's stupid. up with that? Like, is there a point? Do you think it just costs so much to run the show, or is she just running up a bag? No, I don't think she was running it up. I think prices were being gouged because people wanted to go so badly. So scalpers will sell tickets. Oh, so those weren't the, like, official prices. No. People were just reselling no, them. No, people were reselling them, yeah. Uh, okay, that makes and sense. And so, and... And the apps. I was like, like, dude, she's running up a bet. She's like, ten grand for a ticket. I said, Taylor, no, but it's not her. It's, it's not her. It's people okay. like taking advantage of the situation. But, um, you know, I mean, I think good for her for recognizing that so many people wanted to see the show more than she could deliver on in person. So she came up with this. Her and her team came up with this alternative, which I think Movie. was and really it's smart. And now you make a little upsell from the merch. You know what I'm saying? A little cross sell. It is solid. Yeah. So we saw that it was it was good time. Taylor Swift, she's taken over the world. Um. So one last celebrity news topic. Are you seeing? Have you seen this? Will and Jada. So give me the download because I know I Will slapped Chris and then Jada. They went on an interview. And it was like weird, but I what's what's I don't the update? Rea- I don't know. I don't really know, except to say that now it's coming out that she's like they've been separated for like seven years or something. Oh, that's so sad. That they haven't been living together and they've been separated, which is really sort of like core shakes you to the core, because I like the rest of probably most of the rest of the world really thought they were like a solid example of like keeping it together and staying together despite fame and all of the, you know, like really working on their marriage and always putting each other first. So I guess that wasn't true because now it's coming out and she's the one who's reporting on it, I guess, that seven years they've been separated. So what it makes me wonder is because according to her in these interviews, the slap that when he slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. Yeah was they were separated. She was she was like taken aback by it like everybody else was, but her reason was because she was she's like he hasn't called me his wife in years. I can't believe he's like keep my wife's name out your mouth, I think is what he said when he slapped him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like he hasn't called me his wife in years. So why is he reacting? Which which just makes me wonder if it was like all, uh, if he was like unstable, or if it was like a publicity stunt, or like what it was really all about, because they would have had like a relationship, they would have been friends, right? Because Chris Rock and Jada were both on Madagascar, so they these people all know each other on some level. Oh yeah, yeah. And so, but he slapped him, and I now wonder if there was like, do you think Chris like slid in Jada's DMs or something, or like did no. something a little, little? No, but. Or just will I just had it, that. had it, and he had enough. Like imagine seven years, like of done. what? Well, that that doesn't. Why take that out on Chris Rock? Like what? I'm, I'm not justifying. I'm just trying to understand his motivation. Well, because what was what was the whole the whole like argument about why the slap happened was because Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett who showed up with a bald head, yeah, and said something about GI Jane or something, right? But she has alopecia which is hair loss, like male pattern baldness, I think is alopecia. And it's a condition. And so Will, like, got was up in arms. But, like, you, you don't go to the Oscars where Chris Rock is hosting and not expect that he's going to roast people, right? Like, yeah. that's why he's there is to – and those jokes are written. Like, someone wrote that. I don't think he probably wrote 
the whole his whole time on stage like other people writers made that happen he might have ad-libbed but I don't know quite quite an adverse reaction from Will Smith and now Jada is just like throwing him right under the bus yeah that he they were separated and she has no idea why he did it so poor Will Smith maybe he's just like the rest of us and he's losing it a little bit yeah, someone needs to give Will a hug. If you guys see Will Smith in the streets, give him a hug. Don't hug like him because he will probably have you arrested. Well, I heard a story about Will that, like, some people in Hollywood, I think Will Smith was mentioned, don't quote me, like, when they br- hire people, like, you can't look them in the eye. Like, if you go visit them, like, <laughs> you can't look them in the eye. Like, you have to look down. Like, Ellen DeGeneres You really think that Will Smith, well, he doesn't come across that way i don't know if it's will but there's some people in hollywood i felt like i read his well there are people that have reputations for being kind of divas right like everybody yeah they're like don't look at me look at the ground mariah carey is kind of hard to work with oh you know who mariah carey um married nick uh nick nick the child like he kept having kids or whatever nick cannon have you heard this story you haven't told a story so i don't know whoa (laughs) i'm I'm letting you i'm letting you read you got your paper there Nick Cannon had 17 kids or has like no. 20 kids. It's a lot. Oh yeah, my he'll gosh. go he'll go find a he'll go find um a uh, a girl Cannon and like have a kid, have another one of children. Yeah, look it up. Let's see. What does Google say? He has 12. 12 kids. <laughs> yeah, that's his thing and then he'll make them sign like non-disclosures like But like who Okay, I have 3 kids and it's expensive. I mean, yeah. I don't have Nick Cannon money, clearly, but, like, what? And isn't he also, doesn't he have, like, a hundred jobs? Like, Nick Cannon it's is like on, like. got talent. Yeah, like, a lot of shows, right? This is why. Because you have so many kids, you got to feed them all. Well, it's like the quiver thing. They're, like, this, like, religious group. I don't know if he's a quiver boy, but it's, like, they're, it was the guy from um, Our Father on that Netflix doc. It's this group of people that believe they're going to, like, change the world by who whoever can have the most kids wins so wins? i think i think nick cannon's a quiver what? guy yeah looking up wins? quiver at Q-I-V-E-R. some point you can't even write all those kids off right like on your taxes oh uh, maybe you can i think you got 12,000 times 12 140k like that you, that you don't like maybe you tap <laughs> Nikki. out you tap out he's like mariah go ahead and claim the kids the two Rick. that we had. Well, he has, like, a whole setup. Like, each new girl he dates, he gets his lawyers involved. They sign a non-disclosure. Like, you can't sue me once I break up with you. Like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> having a kid, dude. But this guy's pull-out game is awful. Oh, gosh. Awful. Not Nikki. Awful. I, I vote to change his name to Nikki, dude. I... A little Nickster. No. Don't look around the corner. Nick Cannon's going to pop out. And impregnate you. <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> So, <laughs> anyway, the world is crazy. It's been a crazy week in the world, but let's talk, oh, do let's we talk have about more? insurance. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about what we actually <laughs> What we do. came here for? Well, yeah. I haven't seen you, and there's been a lot that's happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we didn't even talk, well, we, real quick, before we move on. Okay, jump in. We in. didn't say anything about Love is Blind. Oh, frick. So, Love is Blind season Don't five wrapped up. Don't spoil anything. I won't wrap it up, but they just had the reunion, and... This is like a I thought the reunion was underwhelming. It was underwhelming. They didn't address all the lawsuits. Like this season. No, is why would they? They I'm sure they can't. I know, but I just wanted some tea on that. I wanted I to be like I think you have to Google that. Oh, you filmed me wrong? Lawsuit. <laughs> you know, like I wanted to see some of that ish versus like, oh, 
We're not in a relationship anymore. No, no. But, but he was really handsy. You made me drink alcohol, I did. and now it caused this. I like, did I wanted think to see for, that. for Izzy and Stacy, I thought he was kind of handsy, like very. He was very handsy. Very he's handsy. like, he's like, hey, yo, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you know. Um. Yeah, it was a little something. And these outfits now for these reunions. Okay, so like, I'm used, totally used to the housewives. Totally dressing to the nines, like full ball attire, yeah, formal attire for the reunions. But now the Love is Blind people that are only famous for this show are like in, they are full glam, totally to the nines for oh, this yeah, event. yeah, they're dressing up, man. They yeah. got a little makeup artist. So anyway, I thought it was kind of underwhelming. Yeah, it was just, you know, it was okay. It was just okay. It wasn't like I incredible. didn't think the season was all that. No, the season was sub. It was kind of underwhelming. Yeah, because they had to cut so much footage. They had three other couples who got engaged, but they had all these lawsuits. That all fell through. The alcohol, the sexual assault. Like, sexual assault? Yeah, one of the people who got engaged, um, she said she kept telling producers. This was Renee and Carter. She kept telling producers that, like, Carter was being sus or whatever and was like like when they were in Mexico when they were in Mexico and she said that they didn't do anything about it and they got all the way to a wedding but it got called off or something well I mean at some point you could just who's that girl Aaliyah the situation and walk off so like you delete you could Aaliyah but she didn't Aaliyah she reneged it. That sounds bad. <laughs> she reneged it. So, so she stayed there. She stayed there. Got yeah. Did the whole thing, and um, that's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. I I, w- I I wish something. That's just awful. I wish. I don't know the whole story, but yeah. So that anyway, was one last so thing. That was love is blonde. Yeah. The one thing that really hyped me about. I said love is blonde, but I meant blind. Blind <laughs> was freaking. Can we talk about JP? Oh, the the fire, the American the guy boy. that wears only American color, but doesn't talk, oh. doesn't say words. Oh, that was brutal to watch those scenes, man. Like, oh, he, the I, yeah, he doesn't say any words, doesn't say anything, and, and like, she would just like sit and stare at him, and he's like, I don't know what to say. And she's I can't like, imagine going on that show and having that experience and rewatching that, but just feeling the cringe, like the cringe is just it's come, it's it's delivering, you know. It was so. super awkward between the two of them. And it was so hockey. Like, have you seen each other a year and a half? No. And she's like, don't do this to the next girl. And he's like, yeah, I've been in a relationship for a year. I'm like, who are you, bud? They've all gone out and, and evidently, yeah, it'd be like a week later and they're doing their thing. So evidently, like, Houston is the place to be. I know. I was like, the what bar we watch scene is in a Houston. freaking lie. The yeah. bar scene in Houston. The bar it's scene in Houston. All, yeah, they're all dating each other. They're all hooking off. up. And so, correct. in our real day jobs. The insurance, insurance game. game. Yes. So it is the middle of October. Yeah, what's today? Today it's October 16th. 16th. We are two weeks from open enrollment for the nation. It's ready to go. And I am, this is our second year in open enrollment as brokers. Yeah. And I am completely freaking overwhelmed by the amount of, contracting, admin work, tests you have to take, compl- like s- you need to show certificates of completion. L- like, oh, my God. It's – you could have an admin just to follow up on all of this stuff because I am certain – Sam! I'm certain <laughs> that I have missed out on yeah. 
thing, pertinent things. Yeah, we need like a little dashboard, like a like a click up, you know, like the project manager. So click up versus Monday.com. I wanted to like Monday a lot. Yeah. But I didn't find it as user friendly as But I think we got some people on ClickUp, some things are happening, you know, and so Well, so So you feel overwhelmed. You feel overwhelmed. I feel a little overwhelmed. What do you what do we do? I don't I don't know. I'm just saying it's there's a lot of paperwork. I don't even at this point, honestly, don't even know who all the people were contracted with. I could never name them all gun to the head. Name every insurance carrier you're contracted with. I couldn't tell you. I could tell you. Because I bet it's 70. Yeah, it's going to keep getting more. It's insane. It's like that. It's insanity. So that's pretty overwhelming. I don't know how people who don't have a partner in this or like someone to just keep it, help keep everything in balance or split the workload with, do it. Yeah. You know, if you were an independent broker. Yeah. How do you decide who you should? And you've hats off to Dakota, who has gone out and found a a lot of carriers that are like bringing new products to the market. Dude, yeah. I assume you just geek out on insurance stuff all day long. So hard. I'll look at PDFs all night at three in the morning. Oh God, no! That would make my brain hurt. I'll compare comp grids and oh and god like a little benefit here, a little benefit there. You a one, geek out two, on it. I'm so glad. Like it's such a good <laughs> it's such a yeah, good balance. I'll good text Jack and actually no. Usually at nine or ten I'm just I'm I'm so tired. I've been doing the four AM but uh, but yeah I, I love it. I I don't love it, but I just love building. I want the most efficient process no i think it's great and i'm so grateful that i have you because it's not i do not have any interest in any of that so like it's great to have you as the partner that will deal with it but oh my god does your wife just get like she so annoyed like turn off the insurance stop talking about Well, that's one thing i've been doing is like trying to just be 100% intentional in every area, right? So if I'm, like, going to hang out with my, like, hang out, not just try to work and, like, be in the room, you know? No, I'm going to call BS on that one. Call BS? Why? Because you weren't 100% intentional with me and Jack, who were sitting here while you were on a call for 30 minutes. Oh, we were just doing calls back-to-back? Like, people were on calls, and I had to wrap up. But that's not 100% intentionality. We weren't doing the pod yet. We were waiting to do the pod. Oh, I had to jump on the phone. We got to sell deals, man. We got to make things happen. So she does not like insurance. No, we tried to do, we tried to work in the insurance game for a year and a half and it failed. And so I would imagine it would be a point of contention for her when you talked about insurance. Does she hate hearing she'll about let it? Me, no, doesn't hate, like, let me talk, but she doesn't get excited about it. She'll be like, she'll, she's excited that I'm excited. She just nods along, like, yeah, oh, and I was okay. like, oh, okay, cool, Great. you know, but. I recently saw these boys do like um, five million on drop shipping. Like TikTok came out with uh, came out with shop or whatever, and it's blowing up. Like, and so I was like, dude, what if my and I, what if we start like a little drop shipping biz? You know, what and are I you drop shipping? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that's don't, the that's the exciting part. You go find products. You so don't you, have enough time. I don't. Do you have to house all of it until no, you? No, that's the beautiful thing. You just let those orders come and just run and then some, some other third-party company yeah, has it warehoused and ships it for and you. Fulfills it. Yeah, you get better deals if you like 
house out that or make your own little spin on it, get a little little extra margin you on You don't it. have enough time for that. I know, but let me just pass an hour on it and just uh, you know, maybe Mike can run it. I'm just I just love I love ideas and business and stuff, you know, but I think that's that's great. You so have an entrepreneurial spirit. So hit a little hit a little other mill, you know? Um, but no, anyways, so yeah, we, we did it. We tried insurance for a year and a half. It didn't work out and you find your roles, you know, like sometimes you're not meant, it's not meant, yeah, it's just not meant to be in, in one thing. Like, well there, it seems like in insurance more than anything I've ever done before, there are a lot of husband, wife teams, teams. combos. Yeah. So what's weird though, is a lot of people in the insurance world, like they're selling and they meet somebody else. Cause like. They meet someone else selling, and then they get married and, like, do their thing. Because being in insurance, like, it's a lifestyle. Like, being in type of sales, like, it's a full-on thing. Well, and I think you have to have someone who really understands it. Like, I remember at the the previous company, they would make such a big deal about we need to do things with the spouses because if we can get the spouse on board – we'll get to keep this excellent salesperson. But if we can't, we will lose them for sure. It's kind of a little manipulative, right? Like, I guess it depends on your heart. but It depends like, on your, your heart and your goal. But, like, I, there it felt manipulative. Yeah. Because like, they were like. Let's win over the spouse so yeah. they'll stay with us so they'll forever. Let, you they'll know? let it's like, their spouse be away and work yeah. a bunch. So I don't think that they had, like, necessarily – the purest heart where it was concerned. Yeah, but that's a lot of sales organizations. We talked about this. It's like it's like a little cult, you know. It's like a little. I mean, I guess I I get it. Like if if one person's making great money, then why would you not want to both be involved in it? But I, I think if you actually had two of those type A personalities, they probably wouldn't be. I would I would expect. I guess I'm proven wrong by all of these couples that are, yeah, making it work. But I would think if you had one super type A personality to find that counterpart that was the exact same, that would be annoying. Mm. You probably wouldn't want to be married to that person. Yeah, the opposites attract. The opposites attract and just like so much intensity. Like It's a lot of intensity, man. To build anything, though, it's like, you know, it's a thing. Yeah, but, I, you know, I've always, with this career, there's a certain level of anxiety. Like I've never been as anxious as I have been since I've done this job mm. because there's always the feeling of you don't really like, I don't know right now who the next client I will write on for insurance is. I've no, like I might not even actually know them yet. Right. So there's always this feeling of kind of doomsday of like, okay, you wrote that person and now they're in the past and you got to go hunt and find the next person. Like you eat what you kill, right? So, but if you don't find them or what if that was the last person that ever calls you and your phone doesn't ring? Like that's a very anxious feeling. Yeah. Yeah, it always, you kind of, I think in any sales business, you kind of have, you could deal with FOMO a lot. Like if you're like, I, and it gets, it gets bigger as you, as you build, right? Because you're like, if I don't do this marketing idea, and oh, I see this group over here, and they made a million dollars, and if I don't do it exactly that way, then we're fricked. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 so it's very anxiety-inducing. You feel, yeah, like, so you really have to have your identity secure of, like, all right, I'm already secure, I'm just going out, and, and you're putting your values behind, like, a mission. Like, I want to help gonna people. Going to do more. Right, sure. Yeah, versus like, oh, I need this X dollar amount. And yeah, to run the business, great. But like, money's just a tool, you know? And if you... I think 
I don't know. Anyone that says money is a tool is a person who's had access to money. I think if you if you talk to people who've never had oh money, yeah, at like a lot That's of money, a good point, yeah. then they they're not gonna see it that way. Which I mean, I I like I get it, I I understand it, but I just think in this career. And I, I, I mean, I run hot, like, anyway, but, like, this just, I felt more anxiety. And then when I started taking, like, any sort of, sort of stimulant, like, if I would take Adderall. Oh, frick. It would be, like, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily feel different, but, I like, my heart rate would be a lot faster. Like, it's just, it's an anxiety-inducing job, mm-hmm. period. And, like, because of all of the uncertainty and the unknown and you got to go find the next person, it's just, like, it's. I'm sh- and maybe that's true in all sales. Like maybe car salesmen are like super stressed out because they don't know when the next person who's going to buy a car is. Please put in a clip by Andy Elliott. You know Andy Elliott is? I don't. Oh my gosh. He's like this car sales trainer. He, he made like 700K a year selling cars. And wow. He, he has a, has a uh, sales training company and he's like really blown up on Insta. And he always wears these really tight shirts. And like you can see his nipples. Was he? Does he have a hot bod though? Uh, he's like forty, so I don't know. Like he's fit. You know what I'm talking about, Jack? Yeah, yeah, and he <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because so he'll have a six pack. You don't work with. Him. So he gets. You have to stop talking to him when he's not on mic and he's not on camera. Oh, sorry. Put down the comments below if you want Jack on the pod. Okay. So Andy Elliott, he'll get up on stage and he'll be in front of like a thousand salespeople and he'd be like, "If you work for my company." And you don't have a six-pack in six months, you're out. And it calls people out. And, like, everybody's I mean, like, we love you, Andy. It's, like, very culty. We love you, Andy. Well, I think. Andy. All, Andy. All really intense <laughs> sales things we kind of end up describing as being a cult. Yeah, it literally is. It is you a gotta little like, cultish. Like, yeah. you have to be all in. in. All in all the time. But the anxiety is for real. Like, I even said today, so Jack was on vacation for a week. And, of course, he d- he didn't get a walk away. Like we texted him, you know, Hell things yeah. while he was away. But I said, man, I bet he's feeling really overwhelmed. Because going away, when you have any sort of, you're, you're your own boss, is can be really anxiety-inducing. Because the yeah. work is compiling you're on a clock like he's got a lot of pressure on him because it's open enrollment like this is our super bowl so if he doesn't do what he deliver what he's supposed to he's gonna get tackled i'm gonna probably make him cry (laughs) yeah so yes (laughs) but you know but like that's and that's true for any entrepreneur right like to take the time away is anxiety inducing it is if you don't learn how the, the point being if you do not learn in these high-pressure sales jobs, how to manage, how to keep it all yeah, calm and how to, like, balance it all and, like, keep your mental health okay, you will – that's why the burnout rate is so high. Well, it's one of the reasons the burnout rate is so high, yeah. right? Um, 100%. But, you know, it is what it is. So let's talk some numbers. So we went to Houston, and we saw this call center – that did the ACA. So ACA markets like or a lot of it is individuals who have lower income. I would say like twelve to like thirty K. And a lot of the marketing goes around is like, hey, get a free health plan because the government is essentially paying for their plan. 
And a lot of these companies like give like an incentive, like it's like a five hundred dollar Visa card. Some have up to like a thousand on different in- incentives, and so a lot of people apply for this. And the carriers pay us like I would say eighteen to like twenty five ish a month per member per month, and so it sounds low, but a it lot of these, up. but adds up, yeah. And so we launched a program this week doing it and it's been kind of crazy how much people like apply for this stuff you know well i also my take on it because you know we have this brand where we've completely built everything we stand on about like great customer service and referrals and like earning business and that's just a totally different beast the people that call in for this stuff because they don't know you at all yeah they don't really care who you are or what your accolades are, right? They just want their free plan and their 500 bucks, which is like, so there's not like a level of yeah. um, finesse or charm necessarily that's going into it because they're also, if they're getting a free plan, they're not going to spend any money you give them or that they have on a supplemental plan, right? Like, so they're just really there for, what was promised on whatever click funnel they entered into. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's just, it's, it's a real turn and burn kind of quick hit thing, which is so different than what we're conditioned to do. Oh yeah. And where we spend all this time with people and they give us these rave reviews because we are super educational. Like these people don't want to know any of it. Like they don't ask any questions about deductible max out of pocket doctors and network. They just want to sign on the dotted line and like get off the telephone. Right. So it's, it's just yeah. such a different mindset. Yeah. And like it's probably this side of it like you could anybody could do, right? Cuz I, I people say to me all the time I I couldn't do your job cuz I'm not a salesperson. And most of the time I don't feel like I am either. Like I feel like I really just go into it to help people, you know, and but but I'm sure that there is some salesmanship to what we do. But for this, no. You don't like you don't have to have really anything other than the credentials to sign in and to take the order. So it's just a different, yeah, different mindset. Game. Yeah, you just – we have outbound going out. So you, you have to have someone who's, like, on a dialer, like, mm-hmm. hitting it. Because th- these people are also filling out multiple forms. And so they're getting called by multiple agents. And so – because they're trying to get the $500 right then, you know. And so it's about it's about getting For it. For sure. Working it then. But um, we had 100 come in. I think we've done – eight so far you know so not like the best conversions but uh, you know any lead program you launch takes time to rack up and i think yeah i think we're just learning it and and it is such a different muscle to flex yeah that we have to get a cadence and an understanding around it right because we we're used to a screen share they'll the first picture is a picture of my family and then they're like looking at my computer and we're doing it all together and it's very interactive and it's very conversational and it's like just a totally different thing right Two, just a phone call please don't hang up on me like I'm trying to fulfill your request okay let me take a little bit of information okay bye have a nice day so I think it's it's such a different Muscle to fly. Which is why you definitely need different teams because to take someone, it's a different mindset to do an enrollment like that versus like, all right, I'm going to properly set up like a private deal, you know, right. to help someone out. So, yeah, definitely. Like I found myself even doing it like as I was doing like the free the free plans versus private, you kind of you have to switch gears. Like it's, it's a different 
It's yeah, and and, and you are they are looking for you to be very expeditious. They want it quick. They want off the phone. They don't want a lot of information. It is just it's everything flipped on its ear, right? And it's yeah. just such a different mindset. Yeah. And you have to like almost it's another argument for if you're going to be one person that does kind of all of it, you have to sort of time block when you're going to do each activity. Because it mentally, you have to be in a totally different headspace yeah. to deliver on that type of transaction versus how much finesse and charm it takes to deliver on a private plan where you're going yeah. to get a, you know, a, a sizable amount of money out of them monthly and they're in on building their plan and just like Everything, different, yeah. right? Different vibe. So what else is going on? I mean, we got ACA is going, um, open enrollment's coming I'm trying up. to contract everywhere. That's it. Contracting. It's um, exhausting. Yeah. So it's definitely. So that was it. I mean, it was another week. I do feel like open enrollment is like our Super Bowl, right? Like, so I sent out messages today to everyone that I have that's on um, a marketplace plan saying it's time to re-enroll. Um you know, please book a time, click this link, book a time after November 1st so that I can get all of them squared away before the new people start coming, right? But but what was interesting to me about this, and this is for anybody that's in this space or does marketplace plans, you know that this is an issue where agents will go in and snake your clients out of your marketplace plans that you have them in. And they'll move them to another plan and so several of these people and I and we don't because our bread and butter is not the marketplace I don't spend time in that like portal all the time to always know with 100% certainty what's going on so what it means is I had a bunch of people that were snaked wow that I didn't even know yeah, AR changes has been crazy. And I, right, because the first of all, the marketplace has got, has got to do something to make it harder. Like, it's too easy to do, right? Well, it's Hell Sherpa. It's Hell Sherpa doing it. Yeah, but it just that it can happen, like, is uh, that it's, yeah. With all the tech that we have and security features we have, how can there not be some Snake way? Yeah, right. So there are just these agents that so are out there. It's so easy to change people's There are plans. just agents it's that like are out there that yeah. have like barely spoken to the client and they'll just go and take your client that's already enrolled in a plan and just change the agent of record and basically take your commission because of it. Well, I had not a ton, but a few people that when I went to go send those messages today, it basically shut me out and said, you're no longer act, you're no longer authorized because whatever, if you want to, click this button saying certifying that you have talked to the client, which I will not do because like health Sherpa can come back and ask you, show me where the client gave you the authorization to act on their behalf. And if you don't have it, you could lose your license. Right. Yeah. So I won't click it. I'm just like, okay, well that one's just a goner. Like it's just my bad, but like dirty, dirty operations. Like just go do the work, find the people. There are plenty of people that need this. So yeah. many people that need it, right? But I did uncover a lot of that when I was doing that activity today. And I was wow. just like, wow, people are, like, all the effort it, it takes to be devious and to be, like, a deceptive person. Like, if you used your powers for good instead of evil, can you imagine what the world would be like? Crazy. But there are just people out there sharking, just taking yeah, and they came out with all – that's why we get all these forms signed, you know? Like, we there we have a process to make sure we can – people yeah you know, but 
It's crazy. It's pretty crazy. But at the end of the day, I just kind of shake it off. <laughs> Taylor Swift. We came full circle. <laughs> came full circle. Um, <clears throat> but I will shake it off because ultimately, truly, my goal is, your goal is, just to make sure they're covered in the end. Like, uh, that's all I really care about is that they're covered. If it wasn't with me, okay, fine. Just let's make sure yeah. that you're covered. And sure so, and I'm not going to just like, and that's the other thing about being in this world. If you're doing what you're supposed to do and you have a full enough pipeline because you show up at work every day and you do what you're supposed to do, you should never be that devastated by uh, the loss of one client because you should have a full enough pipeline because you've done all of the things to make sure that your pipeline stays full. And if not, if you're truly devastated or in a place where you have to like shark someone's client, then you're not doing enough work on your own to make sure your pipeline's full, right? So I don't ever really stress that much about it because one, I'm glad that they're covered and two, like, okay, that sucks, but I'll find the next one because I am doing the things I'm supposed to do to keep it full. Yeah. Right. hundred percent. So that has been the week, but it's our Super Bowl. We don't have much time left. <laughs> I got to get contracted and we do need to make a list so I can understand. I mean, if I tried to sign in to half these things right now, because there are so many of them. Yeah. OMG. Don't say dash lane to me. Dash lane. I mean, that's where we keep it. So. But like. Well, pastor yeah. manager. It's a little, it's a little overwhelming. So crazy. Well, guys, build on this week. Make it happen. Insurance. If you're not covered, get covered. There's plans out there. And if you're an agent, crush it. And we will see you guys soon. Thanks for listening.